everyone. I'm your host, Liana Pavane, founder of TTYL, human connection advocate, certified life coach, and most importantly, a human that's just trying to figure it out. I'm your unapologetic 20-something native New Yorker, advocating selfships. Yes, I'm in a relationship with myself while navigating the dating world. I'm on a mission to break down dating stigmas in our society and to stop ghosting. I started this podcast after my ex broke up with me over the phone. I know, at least it wasn't a post-it. And I realized that our dating etiquette was severely lacking due to technology. Each week, I invite guests onto the podcast from all walks of life to discuss their first date horror stories and best dates. Because let's be honest, we don't focus on the positives enough when it comes to dating. The best part about this podcast is that after each episode, I've walked away feeling more confident about myself and my relationships. So whether or not you're single, in a relationship, or find yourself in a situationship, I welcome you to get comfy as I dive into the uncomfy so we can normalize it together. Do you want to feel magical every day? Now you can. When you adorn yourself with glitter from Unicorn Snot, you too can shine bright like a diamond. Add sparkle to your next night out, your first date, or just for yourself while you work from home because self-ships. Use code LIANA15UNICORNSNOT for 15% off their face and body products or their new Bio Glitter Sunscreen with 30 SPF so that you can literally shimmer in the sunshine. That's code LIANA15UNICORNSNOT at unicornsnot.com. Welcome to the final episode of Ghost of Dates Past. It is kind of crazy to say those words. If you asked me a year ago that I would be in the place I am now, I would say you're shitting yourself. I would say you're fucking crazy and there's no way. There's no way that I would be ending this podcast. There's no way that I would be stepping away from entrepreneurship altogether, at least for the time being. And... Yeah, if you haven't heard, (laughs) I sent out an official email, posted on the gram, told all my friends and family it is real. I am really just changing my path right now. And it's exciting and scary. And yeah, I just never thought that it would happen, at least not for a long, long time. And I kind of felt that my life path for so long was putting out projects and raising awareness for what I was doing and posting on Instagram and gaining a following and putting out advice for other people. And being in the spotlight is exhausting. And I am in no way in the spotlight that celebrities are in the spotlight or even much larger influencers. I never wanted to be an influencer, quote unquote. I was really, my distinction was really, I want to be an influential person. And I think that I accomplished that. I think that what I talk about on Instagram and what I write on my blogs and what I talk about on this podcast and the events that I hosted were all very intentional and not just for show or to prove something to other people, but it's hard not to get wrapped up in that lifestyle at the same time. Even when I'm saying I'm super passionate about tech life balance, I'm 
scrolling on Instagram and commenting and posting and creating content for a platform that sucks the soul out of me, that makes me feel disconnected from my true self and makes me feel unhappy. And to what end? When does it stop? Right? It's just a constant, endless, vicious cycle. This kind of monster that you just find yourself going back to over and over and over again, and it's just going to churn and churn and spit you out the other side. And it's going to make you feel less yourself. And so for so much of that reason, but also just the utter burnout that I was feeling, I was lying to a lot of people, my therapist included, my best friends, about my happiness. And my therapist asked me last year what success meant to me. And at that time, I said, it's my projects. It's putting myself out there and being somebody and being recognized for something. And, you know, all the features I got and these things, that was success, this kind of professional career-oriented success. But before I went to Australia, about two months ago now, I was exhausted. I was burnt out. I couldn't even fall asleep when my head hit the pillow because my mind would be racing all the time. And the reality was no one was making me feel that way except for myself. I was the one that was putting all this extra pressure on myself. And to what end? Why was I doing that? Where was it going to get me? And for a long time, yeah, it feels like it's going to get me these features. It's going to get me recognized. It's going to gain that following and all those things and like reach those goals. But it left me feeling empty and it left me feeling depleted. And when I'm with my friends, I feel guilty because I feel like I should be at home, you know, on my computer working till 11, 12, what have you. And then waking up and quite frankly to a job that wasn't serving me anymore. I was unhappy in my role and I wasn't feeling like there was any trajectory for me in it. I wasn't being treated with respect or being recognized for the amount of work and effort that I was putting in as well. And so my life just felt kind of all over the, over the place. In addition, my dating life was really confusing and I didn't want to admit to myself for some reason that I wanted a relationship. I felt like I was meeting people and we were connecting and I was like, oh, okay, I'll do whatever they are interested in doing, which is so against everything that I talk about on this podcast, right? And so I think because so much of my professional life with, you know, trying to get my events back up, continuing to do the podcast, and then also with my job and just being really unhappy it just kind of fed into this overall unhappiness and overall exhaustion and overall burnout to the point where i couldn't even answer anyone i couldn't answer my parents i actually ended up going to a funeral my one of my really good friends from college's dad passed away and it was extremely difficult and hard to go through that experience, not only to watch him go through this, this pain in his life and this 
forever void that he will have. But also, it was around the year anniversary of my grandma's passing away last year. And I remember how I felt after that experience. And I feel like my grandma's voices were just like ringing in my ear. And my grandma would always say to me, take care of my Liana after our phone calls with each other. And I wasn't taking care of myself. I like truly was not, I wasn't. I wasn't living up to what my grandma like wanted me to do for me. And I just couldn't live with that. I couldn't live with knowing that I wasn't staying true to who I was. And I wasn't being the person I was for her and for both of them. And I did not expect to get so emotional. Uh, yeah, it was just kind of a wake up call for me to realize that this lifestyle isn't the end all be all. The unhappiness that I felt, it's depleting who I am. And that is literally the worst thing you, that you can do to a human is to wake up every day and not feel joy and to feel exhausted and disconnected and burnt out. I didn't want it anymore. But getting from that point of realization, that kind of seed of realization that I had before this trip, and then actually putting it out into the world that I'm stepping away was a whole journey that I had to take. And it wasn't easy because realizing that my identity for so long, for five years, was events and promoting and just all of it, just the marketing, the effort, all the things that none of you saw behind the scenes that I'm pushing myself. And I know that my friends saw it because the more that I told them, they were just like, yeah, you seemed really high energy all the time and stressed and my normal is calm. My normal is how you hear me now. My normal is emotions and super connected to my core being. But I was so disconnected from that for so long that I forgot. I forgot who I was without all of these things. And I felt like maybe the projects were partly me proving myself proving myself to the world or proving myself to people in my life that I can be something. I can be amazing. And I think we live in such a hustle culture and being in New York City especially, I'm exposed to this lifestyle all the time. And just this constant hustling, buzzing energy of New York. And you feel like you have to be doing all these side projects and you have to be going to this event and hanging out with these people and but you don't you don't have to do that no one is forcing you to do that but yourself and sometimes it feels weird when I just hang out in my apartment at night but it is such a blissful experience to just sit on my couch and read my book or watch tv and not have to worry that I have a thousand million things other to do on my plate I just have a job now that actually makes me happy and I am not working in my apartment. We have 
work from home Fridays, but I have the best of both worlds where I can just escape from my apartment, but then have my apartment as a safe place and oasis to come to when I'm home from work and just feel happy and excited to just chill because life doesn't have to be more than that doesn't have to be more than sitting on your couch or then going to a comedy show or a concert or traveling all the time because that's what brings you joy it doesn't have to be proving yourself to other people and trying to be something other than you I think that's the core of it all is just realizing who you are, not making your projects who you are. And for so long, that was the line that I struggled with, this feeling of success, this identity crisis, this I am TTYL, I am Ghost of Dates Past. And so I went on this trip to Australia and it truly changed my life. Because I feel like it was the first vacation I had. It was the first vacation I had in over two years that I didn't have to work. I quit my job. I got a new job lined up. I took a week off before I left. And then two weeks of just traveling and taking photos and spending time with myself and my sister and meeting people. And so I, the first week I was there, I was actually by myself because my sister was working and her job is based there, which is why we went. And so I just wandered around Sydney by myself. I went on Bumble travel mode beforehand and I set up some dates and talked to some people and it was super fun. So the first day that I was there, I ended up going to this coffee shop. I had looked up like the best coffees in Sydney. And so this place popped up and literally this is Monday morning. We just gotten there Sunday and I go up to the counter and these guys are like talking to me and, you know, I love the accents and everything. I get my food and my coffee and I go to sit. And by the way, their coffee is phenomenal. They have the best coffee ever. And this guy, one of the guys that worked there comes over and he's like, hey, so like we were debating, are you from LA or New York? And I was like, oh, New York. And he was like, oh, damn, like I thought LA, which is really funny because I feel like I do get a lot that I don't seem like a normal New Yorker. And I think my summer style is like very LA, like sneakers tank top shorts, you know. So we start talking and he said, oh, come over to the counter when you're done and I'll give you some recommendations on what to do. So we end up exchanging numbers and he's actually half Jewish. There's a big Israeli population in Australia. And so I feel like we had this immediate connection in cultures, which was really beautiful. And we end up hanging out the next day and he takes me to an art gallery and we walk around the neighborhood and then go to this awesome lunch place. And it was just amazing to have this connection with someone. And I felt so free and so myself and 
we had these like deep intellectual conversations and it was just amazing. And we kept in touch that week. I saw him again on Friday for a quick drink and we ended up going vintage shopping together. It was just really fun. And like, it felt so easy. It didn't feel like I was trying to be someone I wasn't. And I was just like, so happy to have this conversation and this connection. And then actually that same day that we first hung out that Tuesday, I said I had a date already lined up from Bumble. I know girls like going crazy over here. But for me, like when I travel, my favorite thing is to connect to the locals because I think that's how you learn best. And it also really helps you immerse yourself into the culture and like understand the way people think. And I also believe that you bring a lot of that back into your life wherever you are. And so the way that Australians live their life and just seeing their day to day and it was really refreshing and it's an energy there that is not in New York City. And yes, Sydney is a city, but it's just so different. It's calm and peaceful and the beach is like 15 minutes from the main area of the city and it's just kind of this amazing like combination of calming city lifestyle like you have the best of both worlds there are bars and clubs if you want to go to them but a lot of people just hang out and it wasn't this like you didn't see as many people it wasn't so like overwhelming there are parks kind of all immersed into it a lot of like outdoor and nature appreciation that's built into the city and obviously the Sydney Opera House is such a lively cultural center of the city and so it's just it was really incredible to learn more about these people's lifestyles from the source and even when I was traveling around and you know going from different cafe to cafe or like stores and museums and things I would just strike up conversations with the people who worked there and like ask them questions and obviously they picked up from my accent that I'm not from there and so they were curious what my impression was of Sydney and where I'm from and I just love that about traveling that you can just maybe it's the vacation mindset of just your guard is down and you're more open and receptive to experiences and things but anyway so I go on the second date with a guy from Bumble and we have the three hour beautiful conversation and I just felt like wow for so long I've been feeling like there's no one here for me or there wasn't this deeper connection out there for me and these people were already showing me that that was possible that Maybe it was the energy that I was carrying with me or the, this burden from not being fulfilled at home. But I realized that I had so much to say and so much to offer these people. And they were, it was more than just, what do you do for work? And what TV shows do you watch? Like, yeah, we touched on that stuff, but it wasn't the important stuff that we discussed. It was more about how we saw the world and the values that we have and what we're looking for in a relationship. And it was just such a breath of fresh air to know that there are people out there that want to have that genuine connection that I've been seeking for so long. 
And I think for so long, maybe because I've been in this weird energy space, I suppressed that need or that want and maybe forgot that it was possible. But I felt those things before. I've felt connections with people before that make me lose my breath almost. This feeling of, oh my God, this person has thoughts like I have thoughts or they push me to think in a certain way or I feel like we've had this conversation before and I am seeking that kind of connection. Connection with someone where I feel like they're going to push me intellectually, push me outside my comfort zone in an adventurous sense and someone who we can just laugh and have a good time and you can just be in each other's presence without feeling like you have to say anything. The comfortable silence is important as well and also having our own independent lives. That's super important too. I don't want someone to feel like they can't have their own time or and I expect the same. I want to spend time with my friends still and I want to explore and expand and we can come back together and kind of discuss and talk about and have this partnership where we value each other and we support one another. And so I think also just dating in the city is extremely difficult, but it's also a matter of not losing hope. And I think sometimes when we go on vacation, it's like, oh, yeah, there's like a lot of people in the world and a lot of people think differently. But yes, it was just very refreshing. And then on Thursday of that week, I went on my third date, Bumble date with this guy who is actually polyamorous. I matched with him and I was just really curious. I've never been on a date with someone who's polyamorous and I've had people on the podcast that are. And so we matched and I was kind of like, yeah, I want to learn more about your experience. And I think it's such a big part of our generation. And I want to learn from someone firsthand, you know? And so we went, he brought me to this bar. It's kind of like dingy, cool bar. And we had like a bunch of cocktails, but we just had beautiful conversations as well. And each of these guys that I met, like showed me and taught me something different about the world and like their views and their values. And it was just really beautiful to connect with all these people from literally the opposite side of the world and that we formed this beautiful connection with each other. And even if it's just for a brief moment, I will remember that. I will remember these experiences for the rest of my life. And just like how much a conversation can really impact your mindset and your viewpoints. And it was just, yeah, it was just so refreshing. There's no other way to put it for me than just like a breath of fresh air. And I still stay in touch with a couple of them too. Like we still voice know, we still talk. And it's just, yeah, it's wonderful to have friends and people around the world. And yeah, after that, we, my sister and I ended up going on a lot of adventurous hikes and snorkeling out in the Great Barrier Reef and into the jungle and 
just immersing myself in nature. I mean, there's nothing like it. And throughout this whole time, I'm not drawn to being on my phone. And I, obviously that happens a lot on vacation. You don't want to be on your phone. You want to be immersing yourself into the experience. And so that's just what I did. I simply just immersed myself. I took photos, but I just wanted to be in the moment. I didn't want to have to think about tomorrow or all the stress that I may or may not be coming home to because I had this new job. I just wanted to be exploring and living life. And so that's what I did. And it was just amazing. And then I thought, why can't every day be like this? It can. It absolutely can. So when I returned home, I just felt like I had this sort of split down the middle of me where one side was thinking, okay, I can continue down this entrepreneurial path and I can, you know, okay, I had this vacation. You know, I'm trying to make justifications around why I should continue down this path. But then the other side of me was almost eating that other side up slowly and was saying, no, there are other ways you can live your life and you just experienced that. Who is telling you that you need to keep going down this path when it's not making you happy? And when you really think about it, when you think about creating more content or recording another episode or doing more outreach, how do you feel? Like what sits in your body? And that part of me was like asking the big questions that I was so afraid to ask for so long. And I said to that part, yeah, I want that. When I think about doing more and putting myself out there and giving, 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 I literally want to crawl into my bed and sleep for a month. Like it feels like I'm gonna be climbing Mount Everest like five times. I just can't anymore. Like there's no way else for me to put it than I just could not. I was done. And then realizing that, right, it was, okay, I'm going to start telling my friends that. I'm going to start explaining. And then that voice in your head or that voice in my head was saying, what, what else do I have to offer the world? Like, who is Liana? What if I'm not good enough? Whatever that means. I'm going to let people down. I don't follow through. Things like that were going through my mind. And it just wasn't true. And I had my therapy session and I'm telling her all of these things and she's really proud of me. And my friends were really proud of me too, which surprised me in a weird way, which it shouldn't have, but them saying like, you've done so many things and like, you should be really proud of yourself. And that's amazing that you've come to this realization. Yeah, okay. I am really proud of myself and I've done a lot of things and I appreciated them for seeing that in me too. And so I have my therapy session and I'd been thinking a lot about this question she asked me, this question of success. And I said, remember when you asked me that months ago and I said this, well, after this trip, it's not that anymore. Success is inner peace. Success is just joy every day and happiness. 
And she smiled and said that she was so proud of me for coming to that realization that that's exactly what life is about. And I think in our day and age, we suppress that reminder. We suppress that inner need, that human need to be happy, to be peaceful. And there are certain cultures, I think, that are so grounded in that. You know, Buddhist cultures or Hindu cultures where they meditate. And I think it's this connection that you can have with yourself that we forget about so often because we're constantly doing something. And we think that by going on a trip or by putting on a podcast or by gaining some award at work, like those things are going to make you happy, but they're not. Happiness is an inner journey. Maybe it is a form of expression. Like I feel most of myself when I dance. I feel the most me. I feel peaceful. I feel relaxed. I feel joy. I feel everything. And I can let myself go in that moment, in those moments. But it's also just feeling like I have a life that I love. You should feel that way every day. And now I can say that I do. I really like my job. And I like the fact that I leave work at work. And that I come home and can do whatever I want. Or I can meet a friend after work and just have some drinks and talk about life. Or can go to an event or go to a concert if I want. Or take a vacation and not worry about struggling to churn out content and create before then so that I can actually relax on my vacation. I should just feel like, okay, I can get away and just be more relaxed, but also happy to come back to work because I enjoy what I do. And I'm not feeling like this intense stress from the work either. And I've finally found that calmness, that lifestyle of just, okay, it doesn't have to be more than this. It doesn't have to be a big to-do or this pressure cooker lifestyle. I can just make homemade meals for myself and listen to music and sit on my balcony and go to the park and people watch. And that's exactly what my plan is after this I'm recording this on a Saturday morning and I cannot wait to get to the park, tan and read my book and talk to friends on the phone and maybe journal. And it brings me so much joy and peace to know that I can go do that and not feel like I should be somewhere else. Like this is where I'm meant to be is such an incredible feeling. It's something that has taken me so, so long to get to. So that's a bit about that journey and Australia. And I think the biggest takeaway for me from stepping away from entrepreneurship is I'm even more confident in a weird way. I think I've reconnected to the Liana that 
existed before she found this path. And part of me feels that I am destined for it, that I'm going to become some sort of entrepreneur in some way or maybe write a book or do something in the space. But I know that when I do, it's going to be very different and I'm going to treat it very differently. And I think I just have a lot of exploration to do. And something that I've always had in me is this very wanderlust soul. And I really just want to travel more and explore. And so I've been looking a lot into, into that. Just exploring the world and like going on all these trips, which I've done. And since even being back from Australia, like I went up to the Berkshires and Massachusetts with my sister and we had this amazing retreat day and it was incredible. I had the best time with her and the best time. I even did one of those ropes courses and I was always a very timid kid when it came to stuff like that, but I climbed to the top twice and I felt like I conquered a big fear in that moment. And I think that's something that I wouldn't have done if I was still in this entrepreneurial space in a weird way. Like I feel like stepping away, I could then focus on other parts of myself that I had suppressed for a long time, parts of myself that I'd forgotten that I needed to work on and push myself because I felt like I always had to push myself in a different way. And so that's been really amazing. And then I went to DC last weekend and ended up making a bunch of connections there too. And I'm excited to see where they go. And actually, I went to see Taylor from one of the previous first episodes. Uh, We connected through Instagram and during the pandemic. And then she came on one of my podcast episodes and now we're friends. And it was awesome to hang out with her and meet people and just, it, it was awesome to just have these mini vacations and just go away and yeah, just get away. And planning a trip to Europe potentially later this summer and I have the Hamptons in August and just all these wonderful things to look forward to and that's what I want. I felt like I could never look forward to trips before because I always had to do so many things and I always had to I always had to do something and it was exhausting. And I will say that the podcast for me has been an amazing journey. I feel like I really found my voice and it's helped me to speak up for myself, set boundaries. That's been a big thing for me too. When I came back from the trip, I really wanted to eliminate stress as much as I can. And that included evaluating all different social scenarios, even with my family. And if it was going to cause me stress, I didn't want to do it. And so even with certain places to go out or friend groups, I didn't want to go if I knew it was going to be overwhelming for me or I was going to wake up feeling stressed the next day. I just didn't want to do it. So I don't. And I just say that now. And I'm not afraid to say that because at the end of the day, it's my life, not theirs. And if they're true friends, they'll understand. And if they're not, they're not worth it to have in my life. And that's just how I feel. Life is too short to waste to do things that you don't want to do. And so I'm not doing it anymore. And I'm trying to 
make sure that I have nights that are fully for myself, like Mondays and Fridays even when I can, because I like to just have an unwind night and watch TV and relax. And we have half day Fridays at work. And so it's just nice to like be home already and like go for a nice long walk and just decompress and all these things. So there's a lot of good stuff that has come out of the podcast and learning from other people. And I think I needed it at that point in my life. I needed people to listen to me and to hear my story and to resonate and to tell their stories. And I've learned so much about what I'm looking for. I feel more secure and sure of what I'm looking for. And I'm not afraid to dismiss people or give people like I, I, I mean, I never did this before the podcast, but like, I don't really give people second chances if I don't feel an immediate connection. I just don't believe that that, like, you don't owe people more, or even like going out and grabbing drinks with people. And if I'm not vibing after one drink, I'm not going to sit there and have another drink with them. That's just a waste of both of our times. And I actually have gone on several dates since being back from Australia, but none of them have went anywhere. And most of them were just like fine conversations. Some of them were like, eh, but I just didn't, I'm not feeling this connection, this like immediate connection that I'm seeking. And like I went to DC and I felt that, but I haven't felt that here. And So yeah, I'm just kind of exploring and open to a more genuine connection. And I was on the apps a lot after Australia, but I'm taking a bit of a break now. I feel like I'm just really content where I'm at and I don't want to put added pressure on. The dating scene in New York is also exhausting and I just want to like live my life and like see where the connections that I did make recently are going to go. And I'm just really happy by myself and like doing my thing and like reading my books and practicing Italian and going to the park and tanning and talking to friends. Like that has just been bringing me so much joy and fulfillment that I don't feel this need and this pressure right now to search. But I know that I'm in a place in my life where something will happen and I feel like this big shift happened for me after I said all of this out into the world and this is kind of my final way of doing that in more of a long-form way of just stepping away from this lifestyle and I'm just happy I'm just I am and I can say that with conviction and I can say that knowing in my gut and in my soul and I know that the people I'm, that are in my life can see it too. And I'm really fucking proud of myself for all of it. And I don't regret any of it. And I don't, I don't want to look back at, that, at these past five years and say, oh, I wish I stepped away sooner or realized all this sooner. No, it was the journey I needed to take. And I'm glad that I went on it because I've learned so many valuable lessons from all of these experiences. And I feel like I have a tool book, a very amazing tool book and 60 plus episodes of so 
to go out into the dating world with confidence and feel excited and stay true to myself and speak up for myself and ask for what I want and know that I deserve a loving and respectful, honest, truthful relationship just like my parents do because they just celebrated the 30th anniversary and I have such amazing role models for a healthy and happy relationship. And the one that they have is the one that I aspire to have and I know that it's out there. So for all of the people that are in eh relationships or don't believe that they're going to find their person, stop. Everyone deserves happiness within themselves. Everyone deserves to find a relationship that fulfills them and adds to that happiness, but doesn't take away from it. If you are in an a relationship and you feel like this person isn't adding anything to your life, because that's the thing, a relationship should add to your life, should not subtract from your life, and it shouldn't be a burden in your life. If a relationship is additive and just a bonus, a plus, and also so much more, a partnership, someone you can lean on to know that you can go to them for anything and they'll love you unconditionally, like that exists. People around the world are seeking that exact thing. And I think so often a lot of people forget that that is out there because they settle. And they settle too soon or they get wrapped up into something that isn't going anywhere. And so I just want to remind everyone, because I forgot this for a long time too, there are people out there that are looking for exactly who you are. So if you don't feel that way with the person you're with now, or you just don't believe that that exists, I am telling you it does. You just have to let go and do a little searching on your own. I recommend writing down what you're looking for. I think bring this back full circle from even the beginning of this podcast of just writing down what you want, what you need, what you desire in a relationship. And I am telling you, I've manifested this. I've manifested the people that I am attracting because I'm so clear internally on what I want. And it is a main focus in my life right now because I am ready to be with someone and to open up and to feel that love and respect from another person because there's nothing like it and we all deserve it and I deserve it. So lastly, I want to say thank you to all of you for listening when I needed it for sending in messages and telling me your own stories and for sharing your own stories on this podcast, for being vulnerable and authentic, because I hope that I emulated the same for you, and for staying true to yourselves, for going on this journey with me. I hope that you learned valuable lessons as much as I did from these episodes and know that I am here just in a different way 
I'm still on Instagram, just less, and not for you, but for me. And I still have my email. And these episodes are out there for you to listen to whenever you want. But I will always be a source if you need someone to talk to or advice or anything like that. I am happy to give my two cents. But just know that I am living my life. And if I don't get back to you right away, that's why. So respectfully, I am going to say goodbye. And I wish you all the best of luck in your dating life. And maybe I'll have another podcast in the future. Maybe not. But I'm happy that you chose to have me in your ear for a bit of time in your life. And thank you so much again. I'm grateful for you. And I'll end with I'm proud of myself. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode or this podcast in general, I would greatly appreciate it if you could subscribe, rate, and review below. And if you can think of anyone who would enjoy this podcast, please consider sharing it. As a new podcast, the most helpful thing is to grow by word of mouth. After all, who doesn't enjoy a good date story? Lastly, if you would like to connect with me, please follow me on Instagram at ghosts underscore of dates past. And feel free to shoot me a DM if you have a comment, question, or would like to be a guest. I'm always looking for new people to bring on to the show. Hope you all have lovely weeks, and I'll be back next week for another juicy episode. Bye for now.